coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> said you can do the intro i'm just saying good morning that's not an intro so now it's over to me yeah high pressure on this now isn't there yeah because i quite like your wandering intros it will be wandering because i certainly haven't got anything planned well the other week i looked at your intro eight and a half minutes i think you'll find that was you waffling no, on afterwards you were going you were saying you might be that you just wander your mind wanders mm. this is my intro go good morning Mm. interesting minimalist uh i quite like the uh sounding like it's radio Four. good morning that doesn't sound like radio clipped good morning from the radio four that sounds nothing like radio you used to do in the past they used to have that clipped so you're saying from the past then not from radio four good morning i like to good morning everyone uh the war is over you're right this is rubbish i'll take over (laughs) Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Brew with the Bennetts. This is a podcast coming to you not live from the Brent Bennett studio. Uh, it's Sunday morning. I hope the sun's shining where you are. It's distinctly cloudy in this neck of the woods. Mm. Um, and it's a post-holiday special. Mm. Um, we've what? had the bank holiday. No, this is the bank holiday. Yeah, but when they listen to it, we'll no, have but, had the bank holiday. But they know it's not recorded live. Right now, as we speak, it's bank holiday Monday. Yeah, I know, but I'm just trying to talk to them as they are. <coughs> okay, I'm not trying to pull the wool over their eyes. Sometimes, I'm just saying... This is like memento for me sometimes. I don't know what's This is a post-holiday special. So what we're going to be discussing is, how was your holiday? What mm. did you do? I've got absolutely loads to tell you. Yes. I've been so busy. Then we've got the Edinburgh... Uh, Roundup. Yeah. See how that one. Well, it's went. A, let's call it the Edinburgh Post Mortem. And um, we've also got. I will be pre- sharpening. I will be sharpening the scalpel, putting Edinburgh on a um, surgical table, cutting it from groin to sternum, sternum, and seeing what delights spill out of its gutty what. Lovely. And then, um, so we're going to see what shit Scott's got to <laughs> spout about that. And then we are doing the preschool prep so this is the week before kids go back la rentrée and yeah so there's lot, lots to discuss today we've got a lot to do a lot to get through you're not making eye contact with me it's very strange mm, it's difficult you're looking past me at the yeah. radiator yeah no i was looking at that um phallic looking um sun who's the parasol sun? <laughs> who's the phallic looking sun We've only got two Ballet daughters. Sun parasol. I didn't realise we'd given birth to a walking Thanks cock. for pointing that out, though. What? That I don't give you eye contact. No, it's just weird. I was, I was chasing... That's due I... to, um, you know, a lack of relationship. <gasps> I was chasing your eyes around your face, mm. trying to make... Mm. You know when you're trying to sort of yeah. make a connection okay, with someone? Okay, we'll make a connection but then. Connection made. Connection made. 
How do you feel about that? Better? I feel, feel like I've tried to put a USB in a port and it's I've missed it. Mm, that's an interesting Analog- shit analogy. Okay. Right, carry on. Uh- It is Bank Holiday Monday, mm. um, obviously. And um, what traditionally did you do as bank holidays as kids? Do you, oh, that's a very always... specific question. We didn't actually do anything traditionally on a bank holiday. Um, what did you do? It's got a feel to it on a bank holiday, isn't it? Well, we love a bank holiday. Lots I mean, of it's, poppins it's, from it's relatives. It's a bonus. It's a bonus day. I mean, when you're a kid, it doesn't really register, does it? Because you're no. on holiday anyway. Um, but for adults, love a bank holiday. Yeah. And... Especially being part-time, if the bank holiday lands on a day that you work, oh, back of the net. Yeah. Because it's, like it's like cheating yes. the system, isn't it? Yeah, got a free day off. Yeah. Lovely, well, I lovely. mean, it's a weird one because obviously traditionally it used to be drinking was bank holiday. You know, you'd have a... Probably you'd there'll have a be still a lot of that going on, I should think. Yeah. You know, with or without kids. Talking about that, you know, we were up in uh, Bridlington for the Well, last... before, before we get on to that, I just, I've got a few things I need to pick up with. Okay. Last week's podcast, it's just, you said, we, when I came back from Edinburgh, you would have made a bench. I don't know if you remember saying this. I do. I listened to the podcast yesterday, so I know what I said. You said, I'm going to make a bench to go around the bottom of the... And I haven't had bloody time. <laughs> Well, I think, yeah, I mean... I'm still going to make I'm it, I'm looking, though. I'm looking. When I listened to the podcast yesterday, I no thought, oh, I forgot about that, and I really am going to do it. I you, will do it. There's no room. But there's at no the minute, room to make a bench. At the minute, the I've bottom. got 56 bags of washing to do. Yeah. I've got uh, I've got to go and get school uniform. Yeah. I've got... You're a bit old to go to school. I've got shopping to do. <laughs> I've passed. got people coming for dinner tonight. I've got many, many things I need to do today. Bench making might be quite low on the list. Is this podcast low on the list? Well, we're doing it, so it's obviously high because this is the first thing I'm doing. Yeah. Well, there's a lot. Um, there's a lot of people. I have showered today as well, so that was quite high up. As I well. love how you congratulated yourself yeah, on well done, basic having, personal getting out of bed and having a shower. Well Good. done on the personal hygiene. There'll be new listeners to this because I gave out flyers in Edinburgh, so welcome to the new listeners. But yeah, Gemma's going to craft a bench, so we were going to post updates of that. The only thing on that Instagram. might have changed about that is I did say on the pod last week I was going to mitre. Yeah. I might not mitre. <laughs> I knew the I might not mitre. You're not mitering. You're going to hammer it together with exposed nails. It's no, I'm not going to expose what nails. What are you going to do when you have to mitre? No, what are you going to do? Are you going to router? Oh, no. Are you going to tongue and groove? Ooh. No, I'm going to... Um... Buy something online. No, I'm not going to buy something online. I'm going to have to prove you wrong now. I'm going to have to do a lot of stuff with this bench. I used to hate that. Going for school uniform. I used to hate it because mm. it's like a double whammy as a kid. Yeah. Like, not only are you having to go back to school because yeah. you know you're going back to school, yeah. so you've got that brutal... Yeah. And then not only that, you are being taken to shop for a uniform to yeah. go back to that nightmare. Yeah. It's literally like being shopping for a uniform to be conscripted to an army that you don't want to fight in. Well, you're making the assumption there that people don't like school. No, it's the fact that you've got to go back after your long holidays. Yeah, but I mean, I, Liv said to me yesterday that she really is excited about going back. She's And, and we're so lucky because we've been there when kids mm. don't want to go. Yeah. Not 
not terribly, but Liv did have a bit of anxiety back in year four, I think it was. And there were mornings when I had to go in with her. She was crying. She didn't want to go. It was horrendous. So big, big sympathy to a parent out there. Or if you're an adult and remember that, you know, I remember my brother hid down the side of the garage one morning. He didn't want to go so badly. Hid down the side of the garage. Yeah, face it was against awful. Pebble dashed. It's just, you know. You do anything. I, I mean, I love the idea that you would actually hide with his face against yeah, the garage. he went AWOL. He was like, I'm Off not the going. grid. He went he like Rambo. He had a teacher called Mrs. Hickton. Mm. Oh, um, that's a real name. Am I not allowed to say that? Well, it might be liable. What are you going to say next? He hated her. <laughs> no, I think he, he didn't hate her. It was we'll just... We'll bleep it out. Okay, right. and she would... So um, you can say now, he hated her. No, he didn't hate her, but she made him feel very nervous mm. because she was a bit shouty. I had a teacher called Mrs. Bleep. We'll bleep that out. Right. She was the same. I think she was a bit angry. Yeah. I always looked at her makes and Makes kids nervous. Yeah, and we were like five and six, and I was thinking, this is the wrong job for you, mate. Mm. You're going at this like a bouncer in a nightclub. I don't And know. You, would, you would actually go up to her and go... You'd be like, and she'd be going, spit it out! And I'd be oh. going like, you know, like a panting dog because yeah. so scared. And she'd be like, I'd just be like, can I, can I have another pencil? Shut My parents had to add a word with her at parents' evening. Well, and that's I'd, what my mum did. My, she went in and said, my son can't, can't cope with this. Yeah. So they did actually get in move class. But um, I think but there was quite a few her. parents who had the same problem. Mm. But it's awful because as a kid, you don't actually think you're in the wrong job. You think, this is it. This is what it's like. What and do you mean? As in, you know, you wouldn't have the wherewithal as a child of seven years old to think you're in the wrong job, teacher. You just think, well, this is how teachers are, and imagine, it terrifies imagine, you. Imagine if you had that foresight as a seven-year-old mm, mm. to go up to a teacher who was stressed just and slip go... Slip them a little career slip, leaflet. Slip, yeah. um, I think you've not achieved your goals in life, yeah. Mrs. I think you'd be better suited to the army. Um, yeah, I yeah. think you'd be better suited to serial killing. Yeah. Imagine actually taking a part there... Mm. Uh, the children in here cannot compensate for the failings in your life. Yeah. Did daddy leave you without any love? Oh, it's lunchtime. Imagine taking mm. down a teacher mm. psychologically, Jack. Yeah. Would that you be You don't impressive? seem happy, Mrs. Hickton. <laughs> I don't think you're happy. Hands up. Yes, yeah. Gemma? I don't think you're happy inside. No. <laughs> yeah. That's break yeah. time. Back to uniform shopping. The one I used to hate was because you go there and it's not even fun trying it on because you like put oh, the trousers no. on. Do they fit? Yeah. Your cost of fit. Yeah. If I can Don't get... rub me holes. In. Then I remember I used to rub holes in the knees with football, so yeah. I used to have to get new ones every year. And then I remember the shoes. I remember going and having the shoes, and then you'd always have to have newer ones because you'd grown like at a yeah. stupid rate. Mm. And I remember once I was at Clark's. And uh, I really didn't want to be there. And the, the woman who was serving us could, was getting angry with me because of my lack of sort of mm. self. Just sort of, I was floppy. Yeah. And I was like, she was like, come on, stand up like a soldier, straight like a soldier. She was dead because I was just like trying to get my feet measured. Yeah. Feet just slawming everywhere. I hated it. And then I remember just, now I look back and I think, should have been more grateful, mate, because you were getting new uniform. I don't think so. I always used to just really, boring. No, but I always used to really like new uniform. I was like, yeah, well, I can tell you were the you were the nerd. No, I liked that. I liked everything new and Chris. new shoes and new stationery and a new bag and all that. I loved it. Mm. And I think going with a new attitude. What we were saying was obviously if you if you do have 
sort of uh, kids who are struggling it's hard but luckily this year Liv's had a great year seven so she's really up for year eight so Mm. she's really excited about that and then Sophia mm, now Sophia's a different one because she's moving into year two and it's a new building and she's a little bit anxious about the new toilet so that's the hurdle we've got can i just say that though i think that's a massive thing it's like it's like the equivalent of starting a new job isn't it when you're a kid yeah right? so you're like you're going in there and the toilet she just thinks they seem massive well the thing they is she's like, gone she's from like, like cowboy stalls where you can see over the door <laughs> and under the door they're and weird not really they? well no but they don't feel trapped in them you know it's, it feels really it's stupid. basically like a cummerbund of wood yeah. across the midriff yeah. And and now she's got these just basically full lockdown doors, and Cells. it's quite intimidating. Slam and she's got a thing noisy. about doors anyway. She's really terrified of being locked. She's in. terrified of being locked in the. So shelter. we've done a lot of practicing of locking doors in the holidays. So wherever we go anywhere, I'm like, right, you go in on your own. I'm here. I'm just going to put my foot under the door, and I want you to shut the door. You don't have to lock it. Just shut it. And, you know, doing a lot of practicing like that. So hopefully... So the, t- the teacher... She just needs to get a couple of days under her belt and then she'll be all right. As long as the teacher puts her foot under the door and well, waggles her toes no. as if to say I'm still and here. And also wiping arses is a big thing. So we're still not fully independent on that one. Um, she would rather I wiped her bottom than, you know... So I'd rather someone wipe like, my ass. Mum, it's I- all right if it's a clean one, but if it's a messy one, that's when I get in trouble. Can I- I'm like, we're all the same, love, we're all the same. Can I just say... It doesn't change. It doesn't change. I never, I never enjoy wiping my ass. <laughs> Is there any... I'm not surprised. It, I just think it's one of those things that we haven't moved on as a species. We've put people on the moon, incredible, and we're still... Wiping our asses with toilet paper. That is such a... But what are we doing? I'm not sure you can compare wiping an ass to going to the moon. I mean, what do you want from wiping an ass? <laughs> I arse? want to be sat on a toilet and not have to wipe. Why? I mean, because it's boring. And it's, a, it's not a use of. It's not a good use of time and it's not hygienic. Yes, it is hygienic. I think in Dubai when you've got the, the handheld little... No, they have got like a little shower head yeah, sometimes. Yeah. You jet wash your own butthole. Yeah, well, that is, that's the future. Yeah, that do. should be in every toilet. It probably should. And we haven't moved on. I tell you what, I went in a toilet in Edinburgh and they had the fanciest taps I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. It's that one under Waverley. Yeah. Um, I know which one you mean. And they've got Dyson taps. Did you yeah. see them? That, yeah. So you literally go underneath for the soap and the water, but then you just, li- it's like a hand, it looks like a bike handlebar and you just literally move your hands to the side and the, water and the dryer's there. Oh. So it's all in one tap. Did you get excited? I did. Did you I say, did. come on, look at the taps? I nearly took a photo of it. <laughs> I'm I surprised didn't. you'd take a video. Well, Irving Welsh, who wrote Trainspotting, put mm. out a tweet this week. Mm. You know, ironically, this fits with what we're talking about. And he said, obviously, Trainspotting, whenever people ask him about the film Trainspotting, the one thing they talk about is the toilet, mm. the state of that toilet. Yeah. And he said, what's the worst toilet you've been in? Yeah. I think every comedy club, I've been in some of them, I don't know what's happened. Yeah. Some of them are horrendous. Like, it's meant to be a place of joy. Yeah. And I think when they've had, when they've had the joy in the interval, mm. they go into the toilet and just go, ah, I'm still so angry. There's just stuff everywhere. There's never any paper. I once had to start in one toilet and move penguin style to the next one mm. because that's one that had paper. Yeah. That, that one was too dirty. Yeah. The other one was clean but had yeah. no paper. So we had to do like an instalment session yeah, yeah. And, and actually so have co- three, three cubicles for one good toilet you have to collect it as you go along. Yeah, well, not literally. What are you looking at? That white cat. Yeah, he's back. back. I hate he's him. Back. He's looking at him. Cat is back. Back in town. Right, anyway, tell cat me... Cat is back. Right, I'm going to... 
Take him I'm down. I'm going to get rid of him Cat live on the back. podcast. Cat is back. Wait, he's a run. He's done a runner. A as soon as you moved, he ran. Anyway, that was a live white cat update. Um, no, but I mean, what's the what's your um, worst toilet experience? Right, straight off the bat, if you're a new listener, you know Gemma doesn't like these sorts of questions. What's your worst? What's your best? No, no, but I can't but list have it. You ever, you, I can't remember don't, my worst don't go toilet. All, don't bullshit. No, right? no. You know, you you've had an experience. You've been to a toilet and you've gone. This is re- this is sticks in your memory how awkward or no, bad it is. I can't. But what I was going to say to you is, I can't remember my worst ever toilet. I've probably seen some awful toilets in my time. But um, I was going to say, oh, dare I say it out loud? City Cafe. Not a fan of them toilets. You have to go right down the stairs in Edinburgh. Yeah, they're very tight, very small. Yeah, there's no air. And they're not always in the best of nick. Well, the male one, you have to go literally stand on the toilet bowl to shut the door. Mm. You have to sort of pin yourself against the wall. Oh, no, I have remembered a toilet that was grim. Oh, God. So you do want to participate in this little chat? I do. Oh, right. So it's not below you, is it? No. Uh, (laughs) Bridlington. Where? There was a toilet. Uh, oh, was it a public one? Yeah. Yeah. I know which it one you mean. It smelled awful. Yeah. It's when you get in there and oh. you get tear gassed. Yeah. Bad. It's a, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Because because I think um, when you've had like a... In, in Edinburgh, I'm always on a quest. And in London, I'm always on a quest for good ones. Mm. And when I do find it, like, art galleries are always a reliable one. Yeah. People who are looking at art all day haven't got mm. time to be feral in toilets no they're okay yeah yeah and when you find one in the in the sea of yeah, chaos yeah. and a bad one you just yeah. think oh that's nice. that's nice that's a nice moment yeah no netball for you no no this is still I'm just haven't up played the threads a game on last week still haven't played a game guys it was cancelled due on? to weather last week i don't think you're ever going to play this game well it's scheduled i'm still, uh, we're scheduled for a game this Wednesday, so I'm hoping... You're not going to be playing. It's happening. It, well, the weather's not What time's your game? I don't know. Seven. <laughs> seven and a half, seven. It's Ooh, normally what, that time. What's your team called? Uh, the Sunflowers. <laughs> Up yours. The Sunflowers don't sound Yeah, but it's strategic. Why? Yeah, because they think we're going to be a load of pansies. But then call yourself pansies? No. And then we'll turn up and we'll absolutely annihilate them. You should be called Venus Flytraps. Mm-hmm. Because outside they're a flower. Yeah. And then as soon as the yeah, back's turned. That's it. Snap. That'd be good. Sunflower. Yeah. Sunflowers. The sunflowers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not sure about that. I'm Gemma. not sure. Who are you playing? Um ball huggers. <laughs> These aren't real names. No. Ball huggers. Yeah, I can tell you the whole league. Do that that sounds like a pornographic names. No, it doesn't. Who have you got on Wednesday? We've got the tit lickers. <laughs> I think, I think that's a different game altogether. We've got the ball huggers. Yeah. That, that's a netball. terrible name. Netball. We've Play got netball. the nipple chasers on Wednesday. Don't right. come up against the sunflowers. Let me tell you who, what our fixture list is. My next fixture is Wednesday yeah. against the Golden Girls. The Golden Girls. Yeah. Now, are they pensioners or is that just an ironic name? I think it's an ironic name. So, uh, Who else is in the league? 29th of the 8th. Who else is in the league? So, yeah. Oh, no, it was the Baxter Ballers. The Baxter Ballers? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Golden Girls is this Wednesday. Uh, oh, no, that's the 7th. That's not this Wednesday. That's not this Wednesday, is it? It's a week on Wednesday. 
Ah. It's a good job you didn't turn up. Mate, you don't know what's going on Yeah, with so this that's next league. Wednesday. So we haven't got a game this week. Then uh, the 14th, we're playing the Willows. All right. The 21st, we're playing the Gold Diggers. Do you get it? Gold Diggers. Can I just say, the Willows sounds a bit like a retirement village. Yeah, it does. Look, there we've, got, we've rounded up Ethel and Maureen from the Willows. Mm. She's got a new hip, but yeah. she's goal attack. Wow. Then we're playing the Why Nots. Then we're playing the Baxter. Then we're playing the Ball Huggers. And then we're playing Golden Girls again. It must, we must have to play them twice. Yeah. Um, well, they can't remember, can they? And then we've got... <laughs> they won't remember the first time round. Uh, well, this huggers. is exciting. Gemma's going to report back and see how they do. Good luck, Gemma. So Edinburgh. how was Edinburgh? should we give my take on edinburgh and then we'll give you your take well i think first of all what we need to say is i went up to edinburgh solo as a solo flight didn't we i went up there as a kind of a working thing going up there for nine days knew it was going to be quite intense think it's very expensive place to be but at least if i'm here i'm there and i'm in the conversations yeah and then i came out of an afternoon show and Mm. who was stood on the cobbles we were couldn't bloody resist it could you no we um, had to get in on the act. And what was my first words to you? Something along the lines of how much does this cost? Mm. Yeah, I knew that would be your first question. Well, it, you've eaten into any profit margins, haven't you? I haven't. I only spent 700 quid. <laughs> 700 pounds? No, 650. <laughs> it was about that. I saw, do you know what really made me laugh? Go Within on. 11 minutes, they'd had their air braided on the Royal Mile. Uh, and it was fucking... Oh, excuse me. No, we can swear on this. Two pound a ruddy inch. I'm going to say it. It was fucking daylight robbery. Do you know what, as well? Do you know what really annoys me as well Mm. about that whole thing? You get sucked in by those people on the Royal Mile. I love them. No, because she she was giving you, I come here. No, we we see her every time we go. We've been going since 2013, and they've had their hair braided by Anya every single time. And we're paying Anya's mortgage. She hasn't got a mortgage. Because we've paid it off. She rents with a friend in Edinburgh. (laughs) How do you know all this? Because we were chatting. She's on. I bet she's staying in the Balmoral. No, she, fifty quid no, for a braid. She shares a flat. What she does is she earns her money during the summer doing right. braiding. Then she dances the rest of the year and travels. Can I just say, mm-hmm. as soon as she said, "Which yeah. I'm charging by the inch," yeah. I would have been like, "Right, just give me two minutes." Yeah. And I'd have sheared those children yeah. to skinheads, yeah. and I'd have gone braid their ear hair. Yeah. yeah, I was like, passes them scissors. Yeah. <laughs> How, how long, much is that? How much is that bit? I'd have gone Three higher. Inches. I'd have higher. Where's a yeah. fiver? Where's yeah, a fiver? Where's a fiver, yeah. Right. Yeah. But I've got a head like, I've got to look like a monk, Dad. Mm. Yes, you're having a bowl cut, mate. Mm. If you want your hair braided, 50 pounds in hair braiding. Mm. Within, within, I could not believe how fast they spent that money. Mm. It's good. It wasn't good. No. And then, and so that was with the first still 15 in the hair, minutes. So, you know, it's good value for money, isn't it? Oh, brilliant value. We're two weeks on and they've still got the hair braid in. So that was within within an hour you ploughed through yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you did surprise me. It was quite nice yeah, to see you. Yeah, it was nice. Um, but yeah, it and was... And Tudor Owen was there, wasn't he? He's not Irish, is he? <laughs> He's Welsh. But um, Tidder. Tidder was there and he was like, I'll film it for you. And I was like, yes. He says, I feel was, like syllable. Do you know what was really funny? Someone go said on. to me, you mm. go high pitched when you're surprised. Who me. does? Me. I went, well, what are you doing here? Yeah, you do. You do go high pitched. <laughs> so that means yeah. I could never be good at fighting. Because if imagine if someone came up, came up to me in a car park and went, give me your wallet. And just jumped out of yeah. the dark. So I go, what are you doing? 
doing it? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You? What are you doing here? Oh, yeah, because that's what we all say to somebody who's attacking us. Are you gonna take my wallet? Don't hurt my face. Oh, Don't God. touch the face. Take the money. I haven't got any money because I've given it to my children to get their hair braided. Oh. Um, yeah. So we surprised you. Yeah. Can I also say? Go on. Um, I did the most. Do you know? Did you know? I told you what happened within five minutes of me being in Edinburgh. No. Oh. Oh yeah. 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 Such an idiot. So I get to the flat. Right, which was dead nice, but it yeah. should be. Everything's too expensive. I've got something to say about the festival at the end of this. I know. Bit, and it needs to be said. So I got there and I drove there. Mm. And the the instructions, it was an Airbnb. Mm. And it was like doing the cube. Yeah. The instructions were so detailed. They were lovely. Yeah. And yeah. I would stay there again. Yeah. It was immaculate. Mm. But they were like, right, when you arrive at the address, mm. there will be a key safe on mm. the wall to the left of the car park. Mm. Put in the code. Pull down the key code. Please do mix back up the numbers. <laughs> real, yeah, real yeah. So like, and then that was at stage one. You will then open the padlock. You walk in. There is a blue key fob. This opens the main door, but not the front door. Mm. And then you get in there and they go, when you get up to the apartment door, take a breath. That's what he said. And then he said, put your hand over the top. There was like a digital Yale mm. and a key Yale. Mm. And then he said, open the main Yale first. Then put your hand across the thing. Now quickly put in the code with an asterisk. This was all just before I got in the apartment. Right. You try to do that when you've had a drink. Mm. It's like, it's like <laughs> it was like trying to decipher the uh, enigma. Yeah. So I did all that. But anyway, I got to the car park. So I was unpacking my bags a bit flustered. And for some reason, I don't know how it happened, I dropped the padlock with the key still in it. And like my, my palm landed on top of the key. And I, it was so soft, I bent it over. Your palm landed on top I of the I don't know key. how I was, I was going to what pick What do you some, mean? I put the padlock on the floor yeah. while I was getting my bags. And I must have I must have put it face down or something. And I I've, think this isn't true. I, no, it is true. Did I, you just twat it on the floor? No, I didn't. I, I leant on it as I was standing up. I leant on the how padlock. How do you lean on something standing up? Because the padlock was on the floor. Yeah, but you must have been... Were you lying down? <laughs> I had a little lie down after all that <laughs> your instructions from the Airbnb. How do you lean on a padlock no, on the floor? I hate the way you don't accept my truth. Why are you interrogating me? I was it just there. doesn't sound right. How do, you know, how do you think I would make this up? Why do you think I would sit on a podcast? <laughs> because you're a clumsy sod. Yeah, but why do you think I'd sit on a podcast and go, I'm going to make this whole thing up about bending a padlock? No. I think you just, you were just clumsy. Why don't you listen to what I said? Okay, carry on. I put the padlock on the floor. Yeah. Why? Because I had too many things <laughs> in my hands. I had a coffee on the boot, <laughs> on the roof. Right. I put the padlock on the floor. Right. I had these big frigging visuals. <laughs> so I was carrying the visuals up to the thing. I had my back. And then Did I, you stand on it? No. And I, I, I don't I know how. I still don't know how I don't you lent on it with I your palm. I'm gonna, this is this is so annoying. This because it's. I'm telling you what happened, and you won't like. This is more fun for you to assassinate my character. No, it's not. Go on, carry on. I, I'm trying. Let's just get to, the story done. Yeah, Jesus. And I, and I lent up, lent on the padlock to yeah. to get off the floor. Okay. And I realised the. Why key, were you on the? <laughs> Sorry, no, carry on. I was bending down carry, to put yeah, the bag okay, up. Okay, pick okay. the bag up. Yeah, you know when yeah, a bag's yeah, heavy? Yeah, yeah lovely. <laughs> Piss off. Now you've been, <laughs> been deliberately obtuse. And, okay. And I, I stood up, leaned on the padlock. Padlock was face down in the gravel. Yeah. And I bent the key over yeah. to a right angle. Yeah. 
Now, it's fucked. Sean had come to meet me at yeah. that point, and he sort of said, "Oh dear." Right, I bet he said you twat. No, he, he just went, "Oh dear, what you done there?" And then there's a moment where he goes, "You know, when in your brain you go, what I should do here mm. is just pull the key out mm. and straighten it." Yeah, and he just said, "Just pull the key out," and I knew that pull the key out was the answer. Yeah, but I didn't do it. I thought I'm going to straighten this key, and obviously, as I went to straighten it, snapped. Yeah, so I left the end of the key. Yeah, in the padlock. Yeah. Bearing in mind, this is a communal padlock mm. for 15 flats. Yeah. All of whom have keys yeah. to the car park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was very strict. Yeah. So I literally was in Edinburgh for three minutes. Yeah. And I'd spanned. Yeah. And uh, so then I was like, right, what am I going to do? Mm. And I was like, right, I'm going to go and get a lock, go to a locksmith. Yeah. And I set off going for the locksmith. But then Sean messaged the guy and he got the maintenance guy came. Yeah. A little little Scottish guy. He sounded yeah. like so soft accent. Yeah. He was like a little saviour. Yeah. Like a little tiny angel. Mm. Like mm. super grandson. Yeah. Yeah. He went, Oh dear, let's have a look at that. Oh, is Mrs. Doubtfire? It's a bit doubtfire. Yeah. And he went, Oh dear. He says, This happens so many times. Oh. He says, I'll get I'll get that sorted, no problem. That's he says, good. I'll get the lock out. He says, because everyone here's got a key. We just had them all cut as well. I'm oh. Like, oh God. And he sorted it out monumental knobhead yeah and I met there was a woman in the car park and she was like she saw me and she just went like she could see something was on and she mm. went what's going on here and I went oh I've got I've snapped the key in the pad I thought, oh no my son's coming he's got a key I was like oh god mm. and I was, she could tell that she was a bit annoyed because I was yeah, like a tourist and then I just tried to kill it with kindness with the English said, boy I'm just going to go and go to a locksmith is there one you can recommend she went oh yes one on the go mm. do you know I, but I just knobhead move yeah Edinburgh was very good. I would say I have never walked as much. Mm. I was absolutely knackered. Yeah. 35 minute walk there. Yeah. 35 minute walk back. Yeah. The blisters on my feet were huge. Yeah. I had blisters everywhere. Three blisters at one point. At one point I had blisters well, she's upon blisters. Then. I think they are. I think it's just you are hammering. My feet are soft and moist. And when you've not walked that amount for ages... Mm just hammering the feet mm. and every day i'd walk that same route yeah call for a little coffee yeah uh and yeah just just my feet just mm. absolutely battered yeah. mate yeah. first night I, I couldn't sleep because of my hips yeah i said to you mm. that it was like shakira the hips don't lie mm. and the hips say you've yeah. walked a long way yeah exactly yeah mm. the hips are keeping me so awake what's at your night. Overall... so i was rubbing in volta gel on yeah. the night and that's when you know you're a bit too old for the party scene, isn't it? Mm. When people are like, do you want to go out for a pint? And you're like, I'm going back to my flat to rub uh, ibuprofen gel into my hips. But that's not entirely true, is it? You had very late nights. You did gigs late <sighs> yeah, and, into and the night. The gig, and... I, the gig I did was in a cave, which was... It's, it's, it's Edinburgh. It's, I forget sometimes, when you walk into that, it is like, as a, as a performer... You literally, it's like walking into Vegas. Mm. So like the adrenaline, like I had a gig within an hour of being there. Well, in the morning, I woke up and then I had a gig at one and uh, just straight into it. And you go like, oh shit, I'm at the festival. Yeah, this yeah. is happening now. Yeah. And, it, and it's good. It, and like for the first few days, I couldn't sleep because I was mm. like, this is like a weird, mm. feels like you've been, you know, dropped yeah. into Vegas. Yeah. There's too much going on. Yeah. There's everyone's walking about mm. and you start, you very quickly get sucked into the bubble. Yeah. Um, so we did like a family friendly show. 
Um, and I think the highlight for that was I said to one kid who was sat with his family, uh, we did this at the three till four in the day, and I said, uh, hi, mate, is that your dad? And he says, I hope so. Brilliant. Brilliant. So I sat where he sat yeah. and gave him the microphone. I said, go on. Yeah, quick. That is the very quickest quick. answer I've ever heard. Yeah, very quick. Um, but yeah, we did that every day. And I did late nights. I did some very, very late night gigs. Mm. Like I did one when I went on at Spank. And every time you say Spank, they say, you'll love it. Mm. It was like a... It's like an all-inclusive in a basement, yeah. but they were like, but it, I got on stage at two. Yeah. And it was great, but like, that's you know, when late. you go on stage... That's at, so late. Yeah, when you go on stage at that, you, your stuff doesn't work the same. No. Because your head's sort of like, yeah. I'm asleep. I, I don't feel like a comedian. Like, in fact, you're yawning through this. Don't keep highlighting I'm yawning. I did one yawn. Just carry on. But the, the fact's like you're up there at two in the morning, you feel more like a milkman than a comedian but are they up for it though they're really up for it but right. we're on a night out it's different I think, yeah but i'd you're... still be shagged by two o'clock in the morning i don't know you're how shagged by what what is it now? yeah Quart to i 12. don't know how they do that well, just... sit down and listen to comedy at two in the morning that's just bizarre well it feels like you're joining a party it's right. very good atmosphere okay. it's like you're joining this party because okay. when i was on someone gave me a pint to down which i did and then realized it was all full of like, oh god you know, weird shots oh, no. and i could feel as i was as it went down i was like that was a mistake You're and an idiot. Uh, yeah i was trying to do my material and then why things were like that? that's you've not done that since you were 18 have you <laughs> why did i do it because i wanted to feel part of the atmosphere you knob but, oh, just, but anyway um, whatever and then i got a taxi home with the angriest taxi driver it was brilliant got in the car and he went just straight away, I just knew I was in for £8.80 of anger. Mm. Not not particularly, it wasn't racist or homophobic. It was angry at the world and the government. Well, I've spoken to taxi drivers in Edinburgh before and they hate the festival. All the roads are cut off. They're just angry throughout yeah. the festival, well, even got, though they're making money. Got in the cab and he just went, Can't get anywhere. It used to be a lot busier than this. Yeah, I it went, did what do you mean? Different. And he went, it's this bloody government. They've taken everything mm. shit. And I was mm. just, I got to the other end and I was like, I think you need the festival, man, yeah. because you seem very angry. Yeah. And then he went, he went, oh, I waffled on there, didn't I? I was like, yes, you did. I had £8.80 of venom, mate. Mm. Um, so how was the festival then for you? Sorry, you were getting bored by this No, chat, no, 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 no. How was it? Come on. Well, I've told you. No, like as in the outcome of it. Well, it was it was good. I mm. enjoyed it. I felt like I I felt like I um, enjoyed it more because I wasn't there for the full run. Yeah, I felt like a short. Because there's burst. been a lot of talk, talk about this now, hasn't there? Like comics tuk, tuk. saying that they think it would be advisable for comics to do just half the yeah. run, less stressful. It would mean there's more accommodation available. Um, it'd be cheaper. Well, I just don't think it's sustainable in its current model because I I think I had to work really hard to get people in. Everyone did. There was less people about. Cost of living's definitely happening. Pe I don't agree with that, you see. What do you mean? Because I think it's a middle-class festival. I don't think you go to it unless you've got money. But there was not as many tourists. Yeah. So I, I think, I don't know if it's COVID, COVID it could be a lot of that. But also there was... Like a, overseas But also there was train strikes. Mm, couldn't they were couldn't get there. Mm. So people couldn't get there. Well, you could get there, but it was an arse, wasn't it? Was a ball it? Ache. Yeah, and yeah. then And then there was a bin strikes. That was bad. So it, Edinburgh was literally overflowing with rubbish. I oh, was walking dear. down Cowgate and I felt like a ninja turtle. Yeah. It was there was, yeah, there was rats. Yeah, I saw oh, rats. God. There was like a rat surge, oh, and you were no. like, "Do you know what the, the worst thing is?" Is well, because I was doing a venue at the caves. Because obviously, if, the caves is a nice venue, 
But you have to go down Cowgate. Cowgate's so scruffy, really. It is. And like, you always get that feeling like you go, you go and do like a showcase at the Pleasance, mm. which is all, people go to the Pleasance mm. and they sit in the Pleasance mm. and it's overpriced and they buy a cheese toastie for mm. £17. Mm. And I did these showcases and I sort of like, had a really good gigs and I stood outside Exit Flyer in mm. and then I said, they said, oh, where's your show? And I said, it's at the case. And they went, where's that? Yeah. And I go, you have to just walk down there, mm. past the crack dealer, yeah. past the two homeless people yeah. having sex in a doorway, which yeah. I saw one day. Oh, God. I mean, you have to go down that horrible bit. Yeah. You just follow the rats. I always feel a follow bit bad the rats. taking the kids down when, there, actually. Yeah, and when, night, when, you see, when you see the second overflowing dumpster, mm. it's a right and there's my venue. Yeah. I know it's in a cave. Yeah. What, in an actual cave? Yes, it's in a cave. I'm so sorry about that. Mm. But do bring a cushion and you'll have a great night. Yeah. And I did manage to tempt a few people from the Pleasance. Well, the thing is, I saw, I also saw a tweet about somebody saying, oh, poor comedians having to do an hour of comedy every day. Um, yeah, I saw that. And, you know, and I thought that is the flip side of it. I do think, like, I've thought it is... Obviously, we're not doing anything. Like, we're not going no, into the mind. You know, or... we all moan about doing comedy, but I'm like, it's it's... You know, you go into it open-eyed. You know what you're doing. You know, you sign up for it. And I think it is all about, we said this before you went, I said you got to try and reframe the way you think about it. I think I I did. Yeah, well, hopefully. But you you still felt quite stressed afterwards, didn't you? Like, have I done enough? And I think it's this whole self-analysis of like, and all comics do it. And if you haven't got nominated for an award, I failed. If you didn't get a reviewer in, I failed. And I'm just like, well... Not everybody's going to get reviewed. Not everybody's going to get full houses every time. Mm. It's it's just... It did feel like the hardest fringe, though, for various reasons. Mm. And I think the fact there was no app. Yeah, the app was a bit I annoying. mean, that's madness. Mm. Like, people trying to navigate. I mean, that's what the phone's for, mm. to have an app. Mm. But I do, I do think that in its current form, mm. it's sort of eaten itself a bit. I think it's become a bit bloated. I said it's become like the Be Here Now. You know Oasis album, the mm. third album? Yeah. Second album, Morning Glory, they're ascending yeah. to their peak. They've yeah. reached the peak. Third album, just recorded on a mountain of cocaine, bloated, overdone, overproduced, seven-minute-long songs that yeah. went on way too long. And I think that's where the fringe is. I think it's had too much um, too much industry. Like they, They've sort of made it become the middle-class festival, which is fine on one respect, but they've made it, they've priced out so many comedians and now they've priced out so many people who want to see comedy because you can't go and spend five grand to stay in somewhere for a month. It's insane. No one's going to do that. Mm. And it's become a massive sort of greed, I think, has taken Mm. it over. Mm. And the most annoying thing about it is it's so enjoyable as a comedian to perform for an hour a day to people is, mm. is you don't get that opportunity anywhere else. Mm. But the problem is, is the system that supports it, I think is starting to fray at the edges. Mm. And I think that more people will do half runs, more people won't go. And I think, I think unless something changes, like I think unless there's more support for acts, unless we're not actually asking for that much more support. What we're actually asking for is for some control over the landlords and the prices of accommodation. Mm. You should not be paying five and a half thousand pounds to stay in edinburgh for a month mm. i don't care who you are or where it is that you know two and a half grand is still eye-watering but it should be reasonably priced mm. it shouldn't be 
astronomical. You shouldn't have to pay £500 to be in a brochure and then there'd be no app. The fringe society need to do more to help performers because mm. all that happens is it becomes a middle-class festival with middle-class performers performing to middle-class people. And you don't get any voices, you don't get any change, you don't get any variety, you don't get anyone who's been discovered because everyone's having to sink so much money. Mm. And then the actual, I don't think people realise, the hangover for a comedian doing a show at the Pleasance, if it, even if it sells out, they're still looking at 10 grand. A debt. I mean, that is like a student loan. Mm. And I know it's a choice, but it, it doesn't have to be that expensive. They still make money. People will still make money, mm. but they'll have to start making less money. Someone has posted, I think it was like a newspaper, because mm. everyone's trying to save money at the moment. Heating bills are going to be six grand, right? Right. And this is their attempts at saving money. And it takes the piss. Mm. Do you want to listen to these? Right. What do you mean? These are top customers. Tips. Top tips for how you can save money on your electricity. For who, who said this? The, a newspaper. Right, okay. Right. Go to the office to save on heating. Mm. £23.85 a month. Right. Go to the office. People work from home. I haven't got an office. I go to the shed, but I'm paying for that. Yeah. Shower elsewhere for night saves you 90 pence. Right. Make brews at work, 16 pence. Don't right. use your lower electricity to blow dry your hair. Charge your devices in the office. Right. Heat your lunch in the microwave at the office. So basically what they're saying is, live in your office. Yeah. And if you don't live in your office, move in with someone else. And if you don't live with someone else... I don't know what you're supposed to do. Blag showers. That doesn't work. None of does that it? works, no, does it? None of it. And the total saving is like a hundred pounds. What for the year? For the month. A hundred pound a month. No, not for the year. For the year, sixteen pounds, sixteen p. Yeah, it means like no, it saves like two hundred quid a year, which is nothing. Wow. I mean, what are your top tips? Have you got any top? There's no, there's nothing you can do. Well, we were talking. I mean, about this. Olivia. I must admit, Olivia is saving us a lot of money because she, you know, if it was up to Olivia, she won't wash, she won't shower, she won't do a tea. Well, we said this last time, didn't we? But she's an eco warrior. The thing is, um, we were talking about it with the olds when we were away, and um, my dad's just started turning everything off standby because really? Martin Lewis has said just even by having you. If you've got a... He's not starting to turn the router off, is he? If you, no, if you've got a microwave that's got a clock on it, just by having it on, uses up so much. So just turn that off. Turn your oven off when you're not using it, as in on the cooker clock. I like that cooker um, clock. Turn yeah. off, you know, anything like that that's on standby, just turn it off when you're not using it. Yeah. And it will make a difference. And I think they're right. I think people are... I mean, my mum and dad, I've said this before, they well, they got their... Sh they used to have a really shit shower. Mm. Well, it's like standing under pasta. Yeah. But they... I don't know if they're now making any changes. Probably. Probably. I think everyone's becoming a bit yeah. more eco. Defin I drive like a taxi driver Definitely now. turn lights off. I don't go over 70 on the motorway. Um, I drive like one of those pensioners in I've the slow lane. But I've always never filled up the kettle massively. I always just fill it up for what I want, like yeah. a cup or whatever. Um, just things like that, I guess. I think I... I, I think we'll be late at putting the heating on this year as well. Well, yeah. I'm you know? thinking... I'm thinking... Because do you know what other pisses me off as well? You see these people like these... Um, 
I've seen a couple of politicians go, I don't know what the big deal is. I was brought up in a house with no central heating. We had five jumpers, there was ice on the windows, and children were dying from cold and frostbites. I just, I don't know what the problem is. We just need to dig deep. Where's your blitz spirit? And I was like, yeah, and it's made you a miserable, angry twat. I, there's have, nothing. Have people said that? Yeah. I, the, 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 go, on the, go on the internet. There's people going, I just put five jumpers on. We had ice on our windows. And I was like, yeah, and it wasn't good. It was awful. Mm. And now if you're saying, like, your dad used to get dressed in bed mm. to go to school because yeah. he was so cold. So cold yeah. And I'm like, that is not a good thing. No. That is not something we should be going, hey, guys, that's a cracking challenge. Let's mm. have ice on the windows and mm. children shivering on the way to school. Yeah. No, we, we might all have to get in one bed, like Charlie Bucket. Yeah. Yeah, I know, that's it. <laughs> Top and tail. But I think we just need to stop. There's probably just little things that everyone can do, like switching off stuff, I think is a big I thing. I think I'm going to stop burning car tyres in the back garden. And uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm going to stop having the soda stream on all day. And I'm going to stop, I don't know, I'm just I'm being a twat. But I think it's just, no one should be celebrating combating poverty you know celebrating their war scars from poverty no that is not something to celebrate that is something to say thank god we don't live in that world anymore but we do but now we're heading towards it mate it's pretty bleak it is yeah anyway to cheer us up go on uh saz green Sent in yeah, are you some, ready for these? Yeah, I've just got. Do you know what? My toes. Do your toes ever go fizzy? Um, it's these. I think it's sitting on a hard edge seat. Do you think I've got DVT? No, it's um, it's just like when you just your legs gone to sleep a bit. You've been sat still for a while. Haven't I get you? that weird thing. Do you know what? I sometimes do it when I. Do you do you ever find now you're getting older, you have to like teach yourself to walk again before you start walk. When you stand up, you walk like. A, a pterodactyl not a pterodactyl you walk no, a bit bent over you really. have to get your body used to walking again um, we need to introduce you've just these. been sat still a bit haven't you I think... so welcome to impressions corner now saz green has sent us in impressions this now, is a, one of our listeners yeah she keeps sending them <laughs> I, I don't know if i don't know if this is she's a, actually thinks she's good Oh, it's a cry for help. No, I think she does think she's... Oh, I can't wait to hear some of these. Right, I'm not going to tell you what they are. Right, go okay, on then. you ready? So anyone know, well, before you start, so she's been sending these impressions in mm. and here's the latest batch and here they are now on Brew with the Bennets. Day 55 in the Big Brother house and Scott is having a sandwich. That's the guy from Big Brother. Day 55 yeah. in the Big Brother house. I mean... Marcus that, Bentley. That's low hanging fruit okay. for someone from that same. Okay. We can't let, just before you move on. We can't give her any points for that because it's low hanging fruit because she's from that area of the. It does sound pretty good. Yeah, though. because she's from there, isn't okay. she? Well, but yeah, but like, she's got the right tone. Do you know what I used to used to do a good impression yeah. of Jeffrey Boycott? Go on. Here we go. See the wiki today. It's quite bouncy. I put the key in there. Put the key in there because she's going to pop up there a bit, bit more. Who's that? Jeffrey Boycott. Oh. That's not as good as I thought it could be. <laughs> <laughs> right, do you know when you think in your head yeah. you used to, or when you haven't done it for a while you used to put a key in to the ground to see how hard it was oh. on it like a car bonnet who's that Vicky Patterson <laughs> is that I, I just think that no that, that I sounds think that's a bit good. deep that's a, no I think that was good right okay you ready for this one Osman, oh, how we man 
What the hell? Right, listen They're again. all Geordie. I know, but that's okay. Uh, Osman, how we man? Osman? Yeah. So it was Tim Healy playing Dennis in Alfie de Zimper. Oh, man. <laughs> Can I just stop you there? I've got two more. Yeah. No, no, before, I just want to talk about Alfie de Zimper because. <laughs> What are you laughing at? <laughs> it's just the way she's describing all of them on her text messages, and they are all Geordies. They're all Geordies. It's so funny. This is bad. Right. No, it's no, not no. Bad. Let me just talk about Alfie saying. Right. I used to love watching that. Yeah. Did you like watching it? But it was like when you actually watch it back now, it's a mm. bit weird that they all left their wives and kids, right. went to Germany yeah. to, to do yeah. building. But like, there was like episodes where they were with prostitutes and stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh, I need to but watch then, it. But then like, do you know the one where he died mid-filming? One of the guys had a heart attack in real life. Yeah. So they couldn't write him out. So they had to do a scene on the beach and they had to put him, pretend to have him on a yacht. So they'd be like, oh, where's, uh, where's Davey? And he was like, oh, he's on the yacht there with that wee lassie there. Give him a wave, like... How you doing, Davey? All right, mate. Do you want a pint? Then 10 minutes later, we're going, better wave by you, Davey. And they just did it like that. How weird. How weird, yeah. Right, here we go. Next one. Oi, what's wrong, man? I'm just in me kex. <laughs> Who is that? Listen. Oi, what's wrong, man? I'm just in me kex. This is so good. That was Kevin Waitley playing Neville in our feed. <laughs> right, next one, listen. Can I just say, no, these are so niche. Yeah, listen. It is ridiculous. Listen. <laughs> uh, uh, he see, man. I know what that is. <laughs> that is Ant McPartland yes. getting shot in the yes. face. Yes. Oh, this is During so Biker yeah, Grove with yeah. his... Do you remember that when he got a paintball gun in I the do. face? I do. Was... Who would have thought he would be as famous as he was after that? I don't know. And if I just cast this skirt lying out here and we'll see if we can catch a big fish. <laughs> doesn't say fucking. No! She says, and see if we can. See if we see can. No, it's one fucking. It was, we can. Listen. And if I just cast this skirt lying out here and we'll see if we can catch a big fish. If we can, if we can catch a Robson big fish. Green. Robson Green. in that fishing thing, she says. Right. Oh, Saz, I think she's covered all Geordies. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's like if we get you to do, just do Yorkshire-based um, impressions. There isn't anyone Yeah, from there Yorkshire. is. You could do, um, you know, the obvious one. Oh. Sean Bean. Go on. <laughs> I'm trying to think what he says. Um, that's amazing with O2. No, it's O2. No, he it? doesn't do O2. He does uh, Yorkshire tea. No, he doesn't. He does. Oh, no, you're... Oh, he's not as deep as that. I can't, do, I can't do just be you no because I'm not Sean Bean yeah but you do sound quite Sean like Sean Bean. Bean Sean Bean it's gotta be Yorkshire tea it, you know he goes he says like we we uh, oh, what does he say We he does some sort of battle cry doesn't he for Yorkshire tea Gemma this is shit oh sorry I did Reading and Leeds. Reading and Leeds, how were they? All right, very, so young. Yeah. Children. Yeah. So t- lots of men, well, say men, boys. Yeah. Wandering around with the nipples out. I like always jelly think, tots. yeah, that a festival comedy tent's a hard one to pitch, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And the worst thing you can do is, I don't ever want to go and go, 
Hi guys, just uh, just trying to make a connection with you, like a supply teacher. So what do you have to do? Do you have to make it clear that you know you're older than most of the demographic? Yeah, and also, or also I don't... Do you just ignore that and just get on with well, it? Well, I don't like to be that. I tell you what, when you get to my age... Oh no, you don't want to do that. I don't want to be the dad. Or you don't want to be going, when I was your when age. When I was your age, I don't want to be the dad. So you don't want to do that? So I don't say anything. Good, that's what I'd say. <laughs> no, I don't do anything. I'd stand there for half an hour and then leave. No, what I try and do is bring them into my world mm. and then it doesn't matter because it's a viewpoint. Yeah. They've all been kids. They've all got parents. Yeah. So you can actually talk about stuff like that. Yeah. But it's hard. It's the hardest of all gigs. Yeah. So like, I think, I think one of the hardest gigs in Edinburgh was doing that one to eight plus. Yeah. Because you've got to pitch it straight down the middle. Yeah. You can't swear. No. But like Lee Kyle used to pitch it and said, it's not it's not kids' comedy. We're not doing bum no. bum 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 willy bum we can't no. even say that. But we don't we're not doing like meh, meh, meh. it's not yeah. it's not like clowning. No. It's proper stand up. Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid when we were at Pontins yeah. and like there were a stand up comedian and my yeah. dad would say you can stay and watch. It's exciting. Yeah. Because it's like something you haven't seen. Yeah. So that's the same thing when we were in that show mm. is to give kids proper stand-up and they like proper stand-up don't patronize them they understand jokes yeah do you know what i mean yeah so when i did that edinburgh but the, the, reading and leeds the problem is is that it, the tent's got a lot of bleed and there's like it, it depends what do you what, mean by bleed you can hear you can hear like the stuff bands, in the background yeah. you can usually hear the waltzes and it's like you, you don't get anything back because you no. can't hear them no so it's a bit like a monologue yeah so you have to really focus yeah and i think with with doing festival sets it's like dredging a river you put the net out mm. and your whole thing is to hold them if you hold the audience mm. until the end mm. that's the win yeah. That is the only thing you can do. Yeah. Is hold their interest long enough for yeah. them to stay. Yeah. So I try and play it like, I do stuff about, you know, cost of living. I do stuff about, um, you know, I do stuff about being a parent, but mm. not, it doesn't have to be a parent to understand that. No. Do no. stuff about relationships. So it was very, it was, was good it fun, all right? But they were very young. And, and obviously people have gone to see Ray. What time were you on? I was on like at five o'clock, four o'clock and five o'clock. Is that a good time? Yeah, it's quite a good time. We had yeah. a full ten. I was on before Ed Gamble on, oh, at Reading on Sunday. Okay. So that like, they were all stood there. Yeah. And he's got a massive following. Massive following because of but the podcast. Are, but they are young. Yeah. They're young. Yeah. But then that precisely proves my point. That podcast is about people's meals. Yeah. They have people like Louis Farouk. Yeah. They don't have people like influencers. No. no. Do you know what I mean? But I, oh, one thing I wanted to say was young people look after themselves a lot more now. Yeah, I think Have so. Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I noticed in the audience, yeah. like, the lads are all buff. Yeah. They all got perfect hair, perfect teeth. No, I don't think that's... I think there is. I think it's a no. Love Island thing. No. Or an influencer no. thing. You don't see kids like me who are that. just sort of a little bit sort of I don't sloppy. agree with that. I think that's really? a really sweeping statement. You don't Still... think they look after themselves a bit more? They no, don't drink as much. Maybe that's maybe that's true. But I was going to say that you can't say everybody looks buff. That's not true. Well, the ones I followed around yeah, did. Yeah. But I was going to say that we were even saying this last night, that the culture is now that money gets spent. Young people are spending their money on doing their nails, getting their eyebrows done, getting their waxing done. Um, there's very much a culture of that. Looking mm. after yourself. Yes, yeah. I agree. So it did seem like that sort of, it seems like it's shifted a generation mm. a bit. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fine. It was good fun. Um, 
just funny how like the main act was going to be Rage Against the Machine and they pulled out. Yeah. So they replaced him with the 1975. Yeah. Which are a good band. But, mm. I mean, there was loads of older people wandering around in yeah. Rage Against the Machine t-shirts yeah. looking a bit lost. No, but they knew before that they weren't going to play. They gave partial yeah. refunds. Yeah. But like, I don't know any of the bands. One of the headliners from Friday is called Dave. Never. Dave. Dave. Oh, that makes us sound really old. But that makes, like, Dave is someone who plasters your bathroom. Yeah. Not head That makes us sound old. But I mean, even, I I don't even, I need to Google what they're at, but imagine that. Please welcome now to the stage, closing out the festival, Dave. (laughs) Dave! It just doesn't, who have you been to see? Better see Dave. Better see Dave. Uh, what what do you, uh, who have you been to see? I went to see Dave. Was no, it good? But I yeah. Think Liv's played yeah, a bit of Dave. He, he, let, he, let, he let me his uh, he let me his steam stripper. We've had Dave, Dave on in the car. Dave. Yeah. Dave. Yeah. I've got to be to see Dave. Yeah. Wearing with a Dave t-shirt. I am out of touch though. Scott. Me too. But There's I just no can't, getting away I from can't it. Take that seriously, no. Dave. I didn't know any of the bands, mm. but it was like it's it's a weird thing. And I think like there was a couple of people there who were older people. Mm. And they sort of looked a bit like Well, we had a band called James. Welcome to the stage, James. No, I think Dave. Dave? Dave's James. worse than James. We had James. Welcome to the stage, James. But it's a weird name for a it's band a when you say sick. it. Welcome to the stage, Dave. Oh. It's a bit like, yeah. uh, we was welcome to the stage. An incredible, yeah, An incredible act all the way from LA. He's just done a run in Vegas. Please welcome to the stage. Give it up. Give it up, large for Keith. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't quite work, does it? Comes out. What? Welcome to the stage, Julia. No, please welcome to the stage, uh, Neville. (laughs) Neville. Neville. I always think that. It is a weird thing, but music's moved on so quick. There are not many guitar bands anymore. Oh, I get. I am, I'm uncomfortable with this. Why? I don't know if that's true. Arctic Monkeys closed. Have on you the counted Sunday. them? Arctic Monkeys. I went round every band and counted the. I was going to say, have you counted every no. band that's available but music's in the changed. world? There's not as many like. Of course, music's changed. Like touring, but I th- what I'm trying to say is, I'm. There I, are I miss, touring bands. That's I mean, bullshit. That, but there was like someone said that one of the acts hmm. had like no one on stage, but like it was singing to their own backing track. And I, I don't saw, know. I don't know. I'll tell you what I'm was weird. Sure. That reminds me. I didn't yeah. talk about that at Splendour when um, Heather Small. Search for the hero and yeah. I loved her voice. Yeah. I didn't actually. But what, do you yeah. think it's a bit car horn? Yeah. yeah. I think she's great. But she's yeah. sort of like a. It sounds whenever you hear a sing. But you have to have her voice with those. It songs. sounds like whenever you're hearing a sing, you're, seeing a, you're hearing a car going by mm. and you're hearing bits of it. Mm. So you're just going like, what was her other song? Um, moving on up, moving on up. Yeah. It's like a car going by. Yeah. Yeah. She came on at Splendour. Yeah. Had no live band. Yeah. And she just went, hey, everybody, it's uh, going to be here. We're going to do some old songs, going to do new songs. What? So she just sang the sound. And then she just went, hit it. Search for the. <laughs> someone pressing a button. Yeah, pressing play. It just felt a bit like you're doing your own yeah, karaoke. Yeah. Well, because you can't like just go. You can't just go. That was great, guys. And let me introduce yeah. my band. I've got Dave. Yeah. <laughs> He's on sound. Yeah, and that's it. That's the band. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Good. Wow. Not like I used to think when you when you put in a performance on mm. like that. Like the best person I've ever mm. seen was James Brown for that. Yeah. Because I remember James Brown yeah. came out and it was like, yeah. and then he'd just go, I'm percussionist. 
Roland Titazone. And coming all the way from uh coming all the way from Wisconsin on the double bass. It's Wiley Coyote. The do like it was like 40 minutes of that. And on the guitars, Seymour Cachatoa. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. And then they just go, you know what? Well, yeah. And then they go, yes, James. And they'd all Aww. like, then they do that little fill of, you know, he was, he was like orchestra. Yeah. It was like the. Didn't we see James Brown one yeah, year? We did. Where? We saw him at uh, V Festival. I thought we had, I thought, have I dreamt that? No, we went. Yeah. We went because it was a choice between him and the Verve. And we chose James and Brown. And we chose, you know, I'm up like, oh. Get on up. Because we wanted to dance. And I think Get that was the right up. choice. It was the right choice. I do choice. like the Verve and I do like Richard Ascroft, but I do find him a bit boring. Yeah. I do think like Where me. is James Brown? Where is James Brown? You're not going to get James Brown just going, just no. walking about. Is he about. dead now? Yeah. Oh, what a shame. But you, I always got the feeling. So I saw him. You, you, you looked a bit sweaty. Oh, I always yeah. got the feeling he used to do massive he lines was on the of edge. coke. He was on the No, edge. I think it was cocaine. Yeah. James, you're all set? I don't want no one. Do you want um, to talk about my twat tan? I beg your pardon. I've got a twat tan. I don't know if people need to hear that. Oh, I don't it. think look that's the, the right tan. terminology look for it. Oh, you've got a t-shirt tan. Oh, no. Gemma's, I thought you was, no. So uh, basically, you, oh yeah. <laughs> you've just realised what you've said. Yes, I do. Um, so it's a well-known thing, the twat tan, and I have one on my arms. It's good. No, look, it looks stupid. Is this bridling tan? And basically, it was really warm at Brid, and obviously I'm busy putting sun cream on the kids. Did I put it on myself? Oh, so now I've got a stupid tan on my arms and a stupid tan just above my knees. You got that white, there's nothing worse than that white sort of patchy area. Yeah, yeah. Because it makes you look like, it just looks ridiculous. It looks a bit like, you know, when you had mm. that thing as a kid mm. and you had that toy where you could match people's legs and torsos yeah, and have yeah. different ones. Yeah, that's it's like, like you've done that yeah. with your own body, isn't and it? And my shins have caught the sun now. Shins? Yeah. Finally, because they always take a long <laughs> time to... Thank God the shins yeah, are tanned, everyone. They, they take ages to turn. You tan beautifully. Do you think so? Yeah. I'm very freckly. No, because I, I remember everywhere. when I came to see you in Estar Tits, yeah. uh, when you were working in Spain. Yeah, but I've been and in the I sun a long time. And I straight past you. You look, you, you look like uh, a love child of Ricky Martin and uh, Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> I had look been in the sun. Look at my breath so long and nimble. Look at that tan, it's from Nottingham. Yeah, I, I've been in the you sun for three months. I couldn't recognise you. Yeah. I was like, this is, I feel like I'm having an affair with a Latino lady. I loved it. Yeah. I'd been in the sun for three months, Scott. I was seriously tan. really brown. Yeah, yeah. You looked like, you looked like a walnut. I did. You were like mahogany. You were like a deep mahogany. Yeah. Stand. You'd been cooperanoled. I had you been You looked like you'd been creosalted. Yeah. But you looked incredibly healthy. Yeah. Tan does make you You used to healthy, just lay on the it? beach for three hours a day, didn't you? Well, I was just in the sun all the time. I mean, you just couldn't avoid Even it. Even when you were cleaning the caravans, yeah. that was a shit job. Oh, it, it was, was a shit fun, job. Though. I mean, you couldn't do it. Do you imagine doing that now? Mm. You only got That's, away with that because you were 18 and you had the energy. when the first love of caravans came in. Did it? Yeah. Because you were in a tent. Yeah. So the thing is, you looked at the caravans because you were in a one shit day. tent. And that was a step up. One day. Can I just say... I'll be in a caravan. Can I just say, though, yeah. you looking at the tent, at the car- in the shit tent mm. covered in ants, yeah. looking at a caravan, yeah. going, I want to be in there. Yeah. I look at a caravan and look at this house and think, I want to be at home. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. But I mean, you had ants all in those tents, didn't you? Uh, you didn't notice it after a while. You, you just, didn't notice it. I don't think you can... How old were you at the time? 
18. You see, I 19. don't. I think you cannot do that after a certain age. No. Mentally, you cannot just busk like that. No, probably not. You slept in but on a camp bed. The mate. point was, For I was how making long? three months. But the point I was making was, I got an idiot tan, and I'm so annoyed with myself. But it was so hot on that beach, and I just didn't realise. I was just obviously you're always just really closely watching the kids. You don't want them to burn. And I did put some on the back of my neck because obviously now I've got short hair. I have to watch that. But I didn't put any on the front of my neck. So then I've got like a red ring round here, red ring round my arm, red ring round to other arm and red above below my knees. Can I just say? Idiot. It was really good at Bridlington. Oh, I love it so much. I had a couple of annoying interchanges with other people's children. No, we didn't. I did. Oh, right. Okay, I did There's didn't. a paddling pool area yeah. up the top, which is it's dead so good. good. It's really well set up for kids, guys, it's if brilliant. you ever want to go. And uh, we, the kids had an inflatable, didn't they? Yeah. So Sophia was in a giant melon. Yeah. Watermelon. Yeah. Uh, Poppy was in a little boat, and, Sof- and Olivia was on a pineapple ring. Yeah. And it was like one of these kids, and I can't put my finger on this, there was a kid there who was walking about, it must have been like yeah. four or five. Yeah. And she kept saying to her mum, I want to go on that watermelon. Oh. Right. Right. I can't have been there at this point then. And it was one of those moments when I don't like that Mm. kids doing that. If if Sophia had said that to me, I shut that down straight away. Yeah. Because I go, it's not your watermelon. No. You're not going on the watermelon. No. If you want a watermelon, you'll have to get your own watermelon. (laughs) But she was going like, I want to have it. And her mum was just going, that's not yours, that's that other little girl's. Yeah. But I want to. Well, it's just not, you're just not allowed to go on it. And then it was like, she was looking towards me and I was like, I'm not turfing her off the water. No. Man. It's a weird sort of passive aggressive. Well, you could have just gone, they sell them at that shop just down there. They're that's a, what you should have said. The 30 quid, they're ridiculous. They're not 30 quid. No, they're about two quid. But it, it did tell me that they'd sold out the watermelon ones though. But it's just like, I want to go on that can i have that can i do that and then i just felt like it's just weird because you just feel like going because then i don't know maybe i should have turfed sophia off and gone no Let her have a go on the i don't think so i think like i'm always worried then that that kid becomes you're responsible for him no i think it, it's fair enough it was because there's things like when you're on the beach sometimes kids will start using your bucket and spade and that and i'm all right with that you know what i mean mm. No, I like to have a protective ring yeah. around the camp with a with a windbreak. I'm sure we've gained a few buckets though. We've got loads on the way home. Yeah. But then, oh, what was really good was we went crabbing. Did you? Yeah. So which oh, bit? Not that bit at the harbour. So um, on the last day, because um, ah. that's what I love about your mum and dad. They will literally eke out every last My minute. My mum and dad. Roy and Mags pack in stuff so much to the minute. Yeah. To the like within yeah. we've got 30 seconds. Put a pound in that slot machine. Yeah, that's it. On the way out, they're yeah. just putting money in. Yeah. We've got to go, Margaret. Just one more. Yeah. One more. So basically. My mum on a night out when she was I bet yeah. she was like, one a more goer. shot. Yeah. One more. I bet there were cleaners in the nightclub. You're gonna have to go home, Margaret. Just one more. So basically, we checked out at half past ten. And then we went straight to Brid. We had we were on the beach till three, um, and then we had an ice cream. We did everything. Do you you know didn't what I mean? do fish and chips, did you? Yeah, we went fish and chips. Oh, so all. what we did was we went on the beach till three. The kids absolutely loved being in the sea. Now they Sophia makes me laugh. 
Yeah. She calls it the ocean. I know. They love Can I go in, in the, the ocean? ocean? And then we packed up everything after you, you that. You have to watch them in the ocean. Yeah. Straight up taken out on that dinghy, mate. And then we um we packed all our stuff up. Then we went back on the slots again for a bit. Then we um went for a fish and chip supper. This was about seven o'clock. And then when we'd had fish and chips, we then bought crabbing stuff. And what we used was the batter from the fish and chips. It still has some bits of fish in it. So we bagged it all up so we didn't have to pay for batter for bait. And then um, went to the harbour and did some crabbing. Not like Robson Green. Your dad caught one, Liv caught one. A proper big... You actually caught one? Yeah, I didn't catch one. Um, But there was a woman there and she was a bit weird. She was there with her family. Me and Mags were like, I think she was high, but she was... She says been here all day and she got like a bucket of like 20 maybe 30 crabs in water they were in water i was like just catch one and put it back what are you gonna do so she'd got this massive bucket of crabs it was just she was just walking around with them and (laughs) it was just weird she's walking around with she kept walking up and down the harbor dave i've got crabs look i've got crabs she was weird i bet she was doing that joke i've got crabs yeah, we know what you've said, Susan. Yeah. Here, John. John. Look. You got any it cream? It was odd. You got any cream? Because I've got crabs. Got crabs well, here. We were like, because I... What's she not going to take home I said to Liv, Liv was like, she said, uh, and then we heard her say, we heard a boy once, he'd kept a crab for nine days. And I was like, it's just cruel. Put the crab back. Kept it where? I don't know. In, in some water at home. In fucking yeah. Doncaster. On anyway, the window ledge. Because Liv was like, we are going to put them back, aren't we? And I was I, like, of course we are, old eco-warrior. Old eco-warrior. Yeah. I bet she was like, so that woman, you release the crabs right now. No, she wasn't, but she Little wasn't impressed. Greta Thunberg on the harbour wall. Exactly. Empty the crabs. Freedom for crabs. Yeah. So we just... Crab lives matter. Exactly. <laughs> We'll probably never go to France ever again. Why? I don't know. Just, we don't go abroad, do we really? Well, well, if you get your caravan, you'll never ah, go to France. No, we're touring around the UK. I quite like... To, I'd like to go to France again. Yeah, France is a beautiful... I like the way you do all the talking. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. Now, we're doing a topic this week, my love, that's uh, related to holidays. Okay, mm. les vacances. Okay, numéro un. Sable. Sand. Oh, good. Did you know that or have you guessed it? Marathon de Sables. Very good. Well done. My friend did that. They run through the desert mm. for three nights. Yeah. Andy, Brutal. He fell asleep in a sand dune and didn't complete it. Did he? Fell asleep in a sand dune. He lost his toenails as well. Lost all he? his toenails. Oh man. I think you could actually think, die doing that. I don't know why. I saw Zoe that. Lyons last night. She's doing a, another extreme marathon. Is she? This next week. Oh, 17 God. hours. Oh god. She's really into it. I think it must take you to a spiritual place, you know. Either that or it just nearly kills you. But I think mentally you must like go to like an outer body experience. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah. And she was saying now that when she needs the toilet, she just goes. Yeah. Don't waste about it. If you're going to shit yourself, shit yourself. 
I do. Yeah. Just let it run down your legs. Oh, she doesn't do that. No, does but she? I think you just have to accept you're not going to come through that finishing line looking acceptable. Mm. I remember when I did a London and I got given a jelly baby in the last mile and I was so tired I couldn't chew it. So I ran <laughs> and it was just a jelly baby <laughs> stuck. hanging <laughs> Suck on my lip, ah. <laughs> like that. It looked like I was just giving a jelly yeah. baby a lift, yeah. like that. Very good. And I was like, I was trying to eat it, and yeah. I was like, that man's got a jelly baby. I just baby. cried when I crossed He's got the a line. jelly baby stuck yeah. to his face. Must be doing it for charity. My when I stopped after the marathon. Just pause that because that's annoying in the background. No, it isn't. We're in the French oh. section. All right. When I when I crossed the line after doing the London Marathon, I felt like my chest was going to implode. You were such in good spirits, though. You looked in great condition. I was faking it. I was faking that. You came through that line smiling and No, laughing. I didn't. I cried. I came through that line like an absolute mess. Oh, so I had odd. sweaty pits. I had bleeding nipples. I had oh. a jelly baby on my head. <laughs> I was all discombobulated. Why do we do it? I was it? like, can someone get me a yeah. fire blanket? Awful. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. No, I'm, I feel ill. Awful. I got overtaken by a strawberry. Mm. A man okay. pushing the bed over to... This was such a bad idea. Yeah. I am never doing this again. Do you want to smile with your medal? <laughs> <laughs> do you only do that picture at the end with your yeah, medal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Scott, you're looking comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well done, everyone, if you've ever done that. I came through Mad looking like mess. I'd been drugged in both. Yeah. I just couldn't move my legs. It was so annoying. I was angry on myself because I was falling asleep on mm. my feet. Do you know mm. that? I was so tired. Yeah. I'd hit the wall so hard. Yeah. yeah. That was like Oh, I was going to say. Eyes going. I look like an head on the stick. I was going to say congratulations to Karen Hodgson, our friend who um, had a heart transplant and she competes in the transplant games. And she's like, she's won quite a few medals. Genius. She's so good. Amazing. She does. She always does so well. Wow. Absolutely. Like she looked in better condition than She's I did. She's amazing. She is amazing. Anyway, uh, so, uh, numéro 2, Château. Castle. Castle, Sandcastle. Okay. Uh, These are too easy, mate. Numéro 3, Drapeau. They're not too easy. I knew it. Drapeau. Mm. Towel. Flag that you put in your castle. Uh-huh. Um, numéro 4, Glass. 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 In glass. In glass. Right. Glass. In glass. C. No. Ice cream. In glass. Shuffle tray on glass. Yeah, you play. see. We kelp a farm. Fwamboise. Yeah, you see. I knew that. You that knew was it. basic conversation. You're an idiot. Oh, what a shame. It's because she didn't say je voudrais first. Well, I'm not doing that. Je voudrais I'm not glack. setting you up to win. Come I on, Mac. I want you to win. Mac. Jeffrey Pygott's popped yeah. in. You should have known that, Scott. You should have known je it. Je voudrais un glack. Tu as mal à tête. Yeah. Okay. And finally, numéro 5, bateau. Boat. Ah. Oh. What's C, plage? La mer. Mer. Plage Fui. is beach, plage. Fui de la mer. Yeah, and what is it? Seafood. Yeah, well done. Fried a bit. Me and your mum had a pot of prawns from the seafood deli. With vinegar? Oh, I had vinegar on it. So good. Really? They didn't even touch the sides. They went down like a... Mm, so good. So good. Pot of prawns. Okay. Au revoir, merci. Au revoir, Pierre. Toutou.
I love Brindleton. I've got good memories of Brindleton and the Auntie Joy. <laughs> That's their laugh. Yeah. Bless her. I know. People don't know her because they haven't met her, but that laugh. Yeah. I could cast that. <laughs> Used to love going there. Liked Filey, quite liked Scarborough, didn't like Flamborough. Well, we could see Flamborough Head from Do where we were. you know why I didn't like Flamborough? Why? Traumatic experience. Go on. Because there's a, a fog on. Yeah. That goes off at Flamborough. Oh, I. Without warning. Oh. So imagine this, Scotty Bennett, oh. his little shorts, about five years old. Perhaps himself. Not good at heights. No. Not good. Not Terrified, good. in fact. Yeah. I'd, you know, You've never been good at never heights. Never been good. I fell off a ladder once when I was helping my dad paint. Terrible I Slid all the way down the ladder. That at the situation. Trap. Never recovered. No. Get wobbly knees. Even now changing the alarm. Ooh, wobble, 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 wobble. wobble. Legs are going like the clappers. Legs are going like clappers. You was like, stop your legs going, I can't, it's involuntary. Yeah. Um, and I was at Flamborough Head. The weather wasn't great. Mm. Stood, those days there was no fencing. Stood on the edge of a cliff. Yeah. Edge of a cliff. My mum and dad decided to have a little walk with Auntie Joy. Yeah. And uh, the fog all went off. Was it foggy? Uh, yeah. Must and, have been. and it just went. Yeah, absolutely. And I absolutely yourself. shit my. I have never been scared. I nearly jumped off the cliff. Yeah. And, and all I could do, like my dad just went, oh, yeah. of course, yeah. Do you know what? Then. Safe wouldn't like that sound. And it, and it stuck in my head. It terrified me. And then I could hear Auntie Joy just going, well <laughs> gone. <laughs> Bog on. Frightening. Oh, I mean, that, that was the era where I used to t- go and poo behind things. Oh, God. Did that a lot as a kid. Yeah. Comforting. Used to poo behind sofas, poo behind <laughs> oh, cars. Oh, no. Behind You're one of them, were you? I was one of them weird kids up to the age of five. Pooing everywhere. Just enjoying pooing. Where's Scott? Are you behind that sofa? You having a shit behind the sofa? You playing with, I'm playing with my cars. You're not. No, you're, you're shitting not. yourself, You're mate. having a poo. You're filling your trousers, aren't you, behind Boop-a-doop-a. that sofa? Why do you like it behind the sofa? I just feel safe. It's weird, isn't it? It's that fog on. I didn't start Whoa. shitting behind the sofa until that fog on scared me. Mm. I did a gig, another gig. Mad. Party in Potton, which is near Cambridge. Sir. What, on the way back from Reading? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, it was a big marquee. Mm. Eight, that's 600 people. Mm. They didn't have enough chairs. So it's like a proper village yeah. thing where the guy came on and went, uh, before we start the show, I just want to let everyone know, he didn't have that accent, but mm. we haven't got enough chairs. Uh, so I've spoke to the scout hut and I've spoke to the fire brigade and the fire station are going to lend us some chairs. It was such really? a, it was such a, like a village whip round. So um, the fact they didn't have enough chairs, it was so sweet. And it was like, we're all volunteers, we're all doing our best and people were lovely. And I went on and as I was on, people were, there was people bringing chairs in and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. This is like doing a gig in DFS. Every 15 minutes, a guy came in, like chairs over, yeah. and a guy brought some chairs in, and he put the chairs down. I was like, the chairs are here, everyone. And he gave a big round of applause, yeah. and I went, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, no, 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 Potton. We are not having a man bringing in furniture, mm. getting a better round of applause <laughs> than the stuff I've written. Yeah. So sort it out. Yeah. And then I was on again. And then another set of chairs. I was at, is this the last set of chairs? You, you were competing with chairs. I said, I've been echoed by furniture. I cannot, I've never had to time my set around the distribution. But you actually sounded like you, you milked the chair situation for all it was worth. Greatest thing because it was awkward. Oh, great. <laughs> no, it, you need that sometimes. Mm. You need that It's sometimes. a gift, isn't it's it? It's a gift, isn't it? It's a comedy I gift. I said to him, at every gig now, I want people to bring in chairs. Chairs. <gasps> It could be a good... It's a new thing. It could be a new thing. People are like, what's this start about? 
It's his chair bit, mate. Yeah. He's famous for it. Yeah. But it means everyone's... Can you imagine if you still pursued the chair bit, but you forgot to bring your... Chairs. Chair stuntman who comes in with the chairs. Oh, God. Here he, here he is. And they're all like, what's he on about? There's no chairs. Dave. Yeah, but I've got to do my bit. It's where, my chair bit. Where's Dave with the chairs? Yeah, it's my chair bit. Just get him to bring a bench in. Yeah. Trying to bring a three-piece yeah. suite. Yeah. To get anything. A footstool. Oh, a small puff. Mm. Bring it. This week's mundane task is unpacking after a holiday. Well, I'll put Mother a... lovers. Is that South African you're doing at the start? No. I'm not doing that? anything. I'm yeah, just doing a stupid yeast. voice. Um, oh, brutal. Brutal. Right now, in our hallway, no, is all no. my washing. No, 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 no. Uh, you haven't put that brown shirt in the wash, have you? I don't know. I don't, I don't examine, I just... You need just, to look, because if you get it wrong, you'll what? wash it, and then it'll all oh, go don't to start shit. This shit. Don't my... start this shit. That is your responsibility. What top did you ruin? That is your responsibility. It is my responsibility. But when I put a top in the wash, what Your did... responsibility. What top did you ruin? A white one. No, not just a white one. What? Fred Perry. Fred Perry white one. You put vanish it was, on it. I put vanish on it, and it went yellow, which is ah, weird. That's weird that it's it not, did that. It's not... You've gone out fabric. But that was because there was blood on your shoulder. Just accept the blood. No, you stain everything. Some people have a chip on the shoulder. I have blood. You have both. Both. Um, the thing is, it's just like um, you get back from your holidays and it's the worst bit. It's, if, if you could just like go on holiday and then, you know, like a rubbish truck tips up and it empties and it just all... If you could just tip your car up and empty just open your boot and it all comes out into this big hole under your house or something. I don't know. And then there's nice little, sort of world there's nice this? people down there that Sounds... sort it all out and put it all away. And you come in your house. So and it's like, all done. like luggage landfill, yeah. clothes landfill, yeah. people sorting through. It. Do you know, the, you know, do you know what you need? You need someone to lose your luggage. That's the perfect yeah. thing for you. But do you know what though? Just lose it. I, I do hate it, but I have to do it well. Yeah. So like now my boot is empty totally empty the chairs are back in the garage the picnic mats hung back up the bag of beach stuff is hung back up it's all put away it's just the washing the washing is sorted into whites and colors and darks it's ready to rumble Can I just... i'm just literally load after load after load let's keep it going let's keep it going peg it out bring it in peg it out bring it in done <laughs> Take it out, it. bring it in. So you just have to do out, that. But I, the, where I draw the line is I refuse to do yours. You, you're, I will, will do your washing, obviously, but I ain't unpacking no. your bag because I've put all the girls' stuff Can away. I just say as well? All my stuff away. I ran out of pants in Edinburgh. Did you buy some more? Yeah. Good. But I was ploughing through them. Yeah. Because I think what I didn't quite anticipate was yeah. that 40-minute walk there and back. It's a sweaty undercarriage. Sometimes it's a two-pant day, so it's isn't a two-pant. it? It's a two-pant day. When I'm performing in a cave, yeah. sometimes it was a three-pant day. Yeah, well, do you know what? I miss I miscalculated beach pant wear because being at the beach is a two-pant day. Two-pant day. So you put them on in the morning, beach, you feel minging, so you get back, you have a shower, another pair of pants. You need two a day. Two-pant day. Two-pant two day. How's your, how's your day been? It's been a bit rough. been a four-pant day, mate. Yeah, how many pants? a bit of trouble. You know, like on the weather forecast? Yeah. If it's muggy, 
it could be like number of pants you're going to wear. On the forecast, yeah. it just has like a pair of Y fronts. Yeah, with the number and on. And we can see here, we've got a, uh, a three-pant day. We've got some area of high pressure. It's bringing a very, very hot muggy. and muggy and sticky. Yeah. Uh, and you can have three here showers there for three pants. Uh, it's a three-pant day yeah, in three central day. London today, yeah. everybody. Three-pant day or commando. Yeah. A command, but then it will be one trousers. I mean, yeah. I can't wear commando. I, no. I've done it before, you know. No. It's not unnatural. It's not you, right. No, is it? You, you don't know what's going on down no, there. No. The, 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 he doesn't. No. He's confused. It is. He's like, where's is my, very, where's very, my soft very hug of cotton? Yeah. Where's my, where's I my, hear you, boy. where's my knapsack of cotton? Yeah. Why are you just putting me straight on the seam? It's not right. And it? also, as well, is it? You don't want your jean seam up your ass. No. Um, no, 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 no. And I, I don't know why. I've, I've said to you before. Mm. This is a bit like detailed, but mm. sometimes I have to. I wipe my ass right, and then like. Four or five hours later, I think I've got really itchy butt. Oh, Scott, this to is back. too detailed. Like, you need to wash your bottom. Sometimes you can't, though. Where? If you're in a, a toilet that Take we've talked about, not, I can't walk around with wet wipes on of me. you can. Do you know what? A little wet wipe yeah. might be the way forward. I think you're right. I'm going to get some today. I think I'm right. I'm going to keep them in the glove yeah. box. I mean, just stop over at that. Imagine going at the lay-by instead mm. of having a wee. Mm. Just get out. Just a big wet wipe. Oh, Scott, this is an awful ending to the podcast. Um, I don't think, I think everyone coming back from holiday, I think I'm, I used to be one of those people that packs, I, I don't pack really. I just stuff it all in a, big bag right and then try and close it but then yeah. you get home and it's all that fuggy smell no i don't you see i'm quite methodical what do you do i have a plastic bin liner of dirty washing so that's separate to the, the clean, clean separate to the clean um yeah i just try and be quite methodical i load the car tidily because otherwise it's just horrible it's just horrible i hate it i hate it i do but you're gonna have to plow through it mate. do you know what i think a key to it is though pack minimal Pack minimal, and then you're unpacking minimal. But then you've not got enough clothes. No, I had enough clothes. Just maybe not enough pants. I love that moment on holiday mm. when you've been out all day. Yeah. So like, you know, if you're on a following holiday yeah. at the beach and you're yeah. a bit sweaty, you've yeah. been reading your book. And I love that moment yeah. of the shower. Yeah. And, and then, then you getting feel into fresh. your evening clothes. It's lovely. It's lovely. It's like a rebirth. It's lovely. Isn't it? It's so nice. Because you feel scutty and And you dirty. have to wash your hair after being at the beach. It's just, I don't know what happens. But that moment where you go... And then I was looking in the in the shower, going, mm. "You're right, Tanny. Oh, Beautiful. No. Not looking at me twat. What a twat, Tan. This yeah, is. Yeah, what a twat, Tan. Um, there's no easy answer, Gemma, to no. these quandaries. But it's just. It, I sometimes it is wonder mundane. What, what, it is mundane. But what is the point in announcing these things? Do you announce them because you think people at home go, "I agree with you, Gemma"? Are you actually asking for some resolution to right. this dilemma? This is. We are recording episode thirty-four, and Scott still hasn't grasped <laughs> the concept of a feature on a podcast. What's the point to any of it? What's the point in us sitting here talking? You What's know, the point to life? What is the point to anything? What, you, what do you want me to say? I'm doing content for fuck's sake. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it's bad it is, this world. I can't world, believe, man. though, that you actually air that on the podcast. Uh, airing laundry. It's you like, see where it's going? It's like... Air in dirty see, laundry. So, so Can you Gemma, see? I, I, so Gemma, you know, every time you do this little intro, like the fanfare and this week's mundane task is, what, what, what are you trying to achieve with that? Do you know what I think? Absolutely nothing, Scott. You asked me to do this podcast with you and I'm trying to do some content. That's the point. We're airing dirty laundry, which is ironic. We talk, and I knew we were going. Can I just say, I think yeah. what it is, is I think I've been in Edinburgh and I'm thinking like a Guardian reviewer. 
And where, yeah. where Guardian yeah. reviewers are looking, going, yeah. you've mentioned the washing, yeah. but what there's, do you really there's mean? No, there's definitely no cathartic moment with the mundane Came task. back from holiday, emptied washing, did the washing, mm. three stars. Three stars. Uh, just, it didn't really go yeah. anywhere. There was no twist. Five there was skid no, marks. There was, there was a couple of skid marks. <laughs> Uh, there was no twist. There was a couple of there was a couple of dry clean only items, yeah. which added a bit of spice. But it didn't really go anywhere, yeah. and I found it quite trudgy. Two stars. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, but one Guardian reviewer just to pick me up on pick up on this point, Brian Logan. Yeah, I know. Everybody him, slagged him off. But he just seems very unhappy. I think you ruin it for yourself if you review but comedy. Do you know what? I think you spoil it. But do you I know think what, you make Scott? it so you can't enjoy it. Yeah, but do you know what? Do you know what? Who cares? Who cares? I saw people slagging off Brian Logan, but do you know what? Is it Brian Logan? Yeah, because he put he put his laughs alone enough. Is, is it enough to I stay know. in the co- Well, of course it is, because it's stand up comedy. This is what, if you don't want to do is that, what go Bell watch something. Reviewers do. The problem is people watch stand up at Edinburgh and they think because it's a festival, they think it has to have more weight or more theatre. It can just be funny for an hour because that's how stand up comedy works. The other twelve months, eleven months of the year, I don't understand the calendar. The other eleven months of the year, so it's just I think it annoys people. When no, these people think people they can allow just... the reviewer to get to them. These reviewers watch show after show. They've spoiled it for themselves. Show. They've broken it. They've broken it. No, they haven't broken it. Of course I, they I have. I don't want to be a reviewer. If you sat and watched. I don't want to be a reviewer. If you sat. Look at what's it uh, what's his name, Gil? Richard Gill? Yeah. Who comes to all the gigs and writes blogs. Yeah. He's the happiest man on earth, though. Of Richard's, he is. Richard's he's got positive. no axe to grind. That's why. Yeah, he's he positive. sees it for what it is because yeah. he's a fan. He's a comedy fan. But that's what I'm saying. And you've just made my point. But that's what I'm Logan saying. Because Logan has spoiled it for no, himself. He, he probably started it. as a comedy he fan. He hasn't spoiled and now he's, it. Now he's broken it. No, and he, he hasn't broken he's, it. He's looking for something that isn't there. No. And I've said to this before. He when hasn't we're on, listen, broken it. When we're on stage doing jokes, trying to make people laugh for an hour, if you do that, it's an achievement. And it's and I can only do that on stage. We can only make people laugh. We cannot patch up the problems in your life. I am not responsible for the fact that you've got difficult relationships with your father or your mother or whatever's Scott, going on to Scott. make you attracted to this world you think's going to save you, and it won't, particularly if you're criticising it every day. Stop spoiling the thing you love, no, Brian. No. Just enjoy it, Brian. Shush, you're being annoying. Did he review you? Did he put annoying Of course he doesn't. He doesn't know who I am. No, because the thing is, Scott, yet again twat two stars <laughs> yet again you're reading too much into this they are what they are you either ignore them or you take it to heart what you do as a comedian a reviewer is, you is read... so subjective though it's so subjective you, you don't ignore them you read them when they're four stars that's the rule exactly what a load of bullshit the whole <laughs> thing is and what I, the reason i mentioned richard gill is i just think you he's know, lovely. he is the essence of what people that are. That man is a ray he, of sunshine. He's he, so happy. Of course he is. And he, he just appreciates he loves the art of people getting up on stage and the effort they've put into it and that they're but doing a show. Do, why do these reviewers feel the because, need to shit on it? No, because that's reviewing, isn't it? That's critiquing that they have to. It's like literary reviewers. Just read the book. And if you enjoy it, that's great. I don't need to know what Albert Finnegan down the road thinks of whatever book. Okay. Can I just say though, Ugh. one final note. Mm. I think it's all pointless. Criticism is pointless. I don't. Reviewers are pointless. No, they I only disagree. exist because of the thing that they're reviewing, and it's a sad existence. It's subjective. You just having said that. Thank you to IGN Magazine <laughs> for reviewing my show. 
and giving me it 4.5 stars. You're pathetic. And the Mervyn's pick of the fringe. You're pathetic. Uh, thank you very much You're for pathetic. doing that. that those you need reviews. validation. You need people to like you. You're pathetic. Four stars pick of the fringe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was some news, there was some audience reviews. That said, um, that said, my Instagram post did get 28 likes. I mean... Thank you very much. I mean, I've not I've not read any of them, but Vicky Hogarth describing it as the best show she's seen at the Fringe. I yeah. didn't read that. I didn't see that. No. I didn't see you that. You didn't see it. I didn't see Shirley saying in 10 years, they've never laughed as much and it's, yeah. it's made you their didn't day. didn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't read it. I no. didn't copy and paste it. No. I'll put it in my phone. No. I'll put it out on the socials in no. any way. I haven't I printed it and had it blown up A0 and stuck on my bedroom wall. Yeah. Uh, and so it's all good. So I would just want all to good. say, uh, Brian, well done. Well and done. And I've done a big U. If Mr. Logan would ever like to come on this podcast, he's very, very welcome. He's very, very, very welcome. welcome. Uh, he right. Do, he doesn't like it though because it's got jokes. We're wrapping fun. up. We're wrapping up. What are you doing today? Today I am now going to go shopping. I've got people coming for dinner. I've got washing to peg out. Lots of stuff happening. What I, are you doing? I am going to strip the walls. Good. I'm determined. Right, that's... That said, that's done. Thank you. No, don't, don't try and cut it off. No, we're not going to go on about I'm stripping gonna, walls. I'm going to put a soggy wet sponge on those walls. Good. And I'm going right. to strip the walls. Okay, so I'm going to say thank you for listening. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, please do email us at bwtbpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on the socials at bwtb pod and you can also <laughs> you can pod uh, send us your brews we like to know what can you're drinking I, uh we like to know what you're eating can uh, i just say tag us in on hashtag brew crew and also hashtag how do you brew also tell us sure. tell us what you're up to because people write to us Saz and steve green bless them they are responsible for most of the content so get in touch with us tell us what you do on a sunday i'm genuinely interested what do you do what's your perfect sunday right he's not interested he just wants content i am interested no you're not Stop lying. I'm not lying. Yeah, you are. Don't make out to these lovely people who supported us. We've had more downloads recently than we've ever had before. Things are happening. We're taking off and you're shitting on it. No, Do you know what not. you are? You're a reviewer. You're, <laughs> you should be a reviewer, mate. Um, I, bet, I bet you if you reviewed me, trying too hard, desperate. No. Two stars. I can't say that. Um, anyway, thank you so much also, for listening. Be- um, before they go, yeah. don't, don't rub. This is business. I'm trying to wrap it up. Go and on, I'm doing go one on. plug. Go this on. affects both of us, go mate. Go on. Thank you to everyone who has bought tickets for the tour. Yeah. I really appreciate we it. We do. We've sold out Nottingham. Yeah. We've sold out a couple of other ones, but we're going to put an extra show on in Nottingham. Mm. So look out for that. Do you I'm think gonna... you should do that? Is that a bit cocky? Thank you for... Uh, Just tri- stay sold out and not have 10 people in the uh, extra th- show. This is, by the way, guys, this is my wife who's got 100% <laughs> faith in me. So thank you. Uh, don't... Do you chance to make any more money and sell more tickets? No, just stay within your lane. You're yeah. getting arrogant. <laughs> Stay within your lane. In fact, why don't you cancel that show? Because you never got, you, no. you know, it puts pressure on you. So All thank right. you to Let's my wife. Let's wrap up. Um, I just want to say, uh, do come along. Do buy tickets for the tour. There's a couple of venues that still need to sell out. So um, scottbennettcomedy.co.uk, come along. It's going to be brilliant. The show's going to be so good. I'm filming it in Nottingham. So bring your biggest laughing voices and your wonderful humour and your good spirits and your joy. Gemma's fallen asleep. No, I'm just waiting for you to finish this. Don't make this a chore. No, I'm not. Just get on with it. And stop commentating on what I'm doing. I'm just waiting for you to finish. It looks very unprofessional. You're being filmed. Go on. Finish. You're being filmed and you had Scott, your head on the pot get shield. get on with it. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Have a lovely day. We love you. We're very happy. This has been... 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Enjoy your day. Have a good day. Have a good week. I hope the kids are all right going back to school. If you've got kids. <laughs> if not, just, <laughs> you just make sure the neighbour's kids you are You don't happy. have to give a monkey if not, just sta- If not, just stand at the gate if and not, make sure I they're all If not, I apologise that children are now going to be in your way going to work. Because yeah. the traffic always gets a bit busy. Yeah, they're going to be it? pulling up on but, those curbs, like in the um, four by fours. But if you're going on holiday, it's going to be quieter. So that's a bonus. Mm. Enjoy it. So you have to pack it yeah. at the end. Ta-da then, everyone. Ta-da. Take care. Ta-da. Ta-da. Bye. Ta-da. Tune in, it's Sunday morning